Hey, my friends, welcome to the April Pointer Podcast. I am so glad that you have decided to join me again today. I missed last week. Yeah, it's true. Totally fell short there. My kid was super sick and uh, just we, we were exhausted and this was not my priority. <laughs> but I am now recording to make sure I get back in rotation because a lot's been going on and I just, I felt like I, I have an idea of what I'm about to talk about, but I'm really not sure of everything I'm going to say. And you all know how I do on this podcast this is part of the reason why I created the podcast, created it back when I was going through a really dark season of postpartum depression and digging my way out of that. And I'm thankfully not in that season anymore, but you know, I'm a human. I still have my high highs and I have my low lows and I have my just regular human life, which is not always happy. And I am so overwhelmed with gratitude for so many things in my life right now, but I'm also just really been, really been contemplating disappearing for 90 days. And what I mean by that is it seems like in a lot of different areas where I've like seen things, seen articles, saw YouTube uh, suggestions for videos I should watch. It's all about like just kind of removing yourself from the public eye for a little bit. And it really got me thinking because I have a YouTube channel, Blushing Phoenix, that um, is pretty successful and really helpful to a lot of people and myself included. And then I have this podcast where I just like to talk <laughs> or have people join me to talk and just share some things and put it out into the world because I'm really passionate about that. But also, sometimes I find myself in these lulls of life and I find myself on social media scrolling and scrolling and scrolling like I'm looking for something that's just not there. And then I think about how we can size ourselves up in comparison to other people. And a lot of great things have happened in my life recently, especially with my book launch of um, Lean In, Chasing the Sunset. I've been on live TV twice. And it's been really cool. And it's been neat to document that and take pictures and post it and do all the things. But when I think about how sometimes I feel that comparison factor of people who look like they have everything going on and life is just so wonderful for them. And I think about all these amazing things that have happened for me recently and that I've been posting a lot about it. And to think that I could be that trigger point for some people who are seeing my life and thinking like, wow, I do not measure up in comparison to all the accomplishments that she has. And it just doesn't feel right to me. You know, I struggle with this when I start businesses. I struggle with this when I've done my coaching. I struggled with it when I when I have my books come out because I don't love to do self-promotion. And I know that anybody who would make you sign up for an eight-week eight course or a free trial of like a one-time course where they're going to teach you everything would totally say that I am self-sabotaging and all the other things, but it does not feel right with my soul. So, you know, I've had my book come out at the end of December. I have exhausted all of my network and my social media people and to just continue to strive, to push, to try to market myself. I don't love that and I don't want to do that. And so I know that that does not make sense to have a brand new book out, 
but I am just, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to, I'm, I'm just not going to keep doing that. Um, and what I mean by that is I'm going to keep having my podcast. I'm going to keep having my Blushing Phoenix YouTube channel, but I'm, I'm just going to disappear for 90 days from the public eye. And as I've been questioning myself, I've been questioning, you know, why do I feel the need to be there? Why do I feel the need to be publicly known and seen? And there, there's a couple of responses that I've come up with so far. One is that I actually really do like posting things in my life and then going back and looking at things in my life. Meaning, like sometimes I get in these these kind of sad places where I'm like, geez, I just haven't really accomplished much or done much or, you know, there's not a ton of memories that I made over the past like six months or a year. And then I can go back and look through my social media, especially um, Instagram. I can just scroll back through and see that, yes, I did. There's a lot of stuff that happened. There's a lot of great moments in my life. These moments with my kids and vacations and things that we've done, just true moments where you look at a picture and you can remember what the weather felt like or what that food tasted like. And I really like being able to document that and see what it was that we've we've done and reflect back on those things. However, there's that's the positive. The other element is that what would happen if I removed myself from where it is so convenient for people to access me, the fear of they would forget about me. Um, I have experienced so many situations in my life where once I am not a convenient person for people, uh, friendships fizzle and things just shift. And, um, I think that's just a core fear to think that, well, maybe if I just disappear, no one would care. And then when I really hear myself say that out loud, I'm like, this doesn't even make sense. <laughs> like, I don't even care. But there is an, a, a deeper layer to that, of course, where it's like, of course I care. But when I hear myself say it, it sounds so ridiculous. And I'm like, yeah, no, I don't care. I uh, have my website, aprilpointer.com. I'm going to continue to write things and um, really plan on blogging more, kind of like taking it old school, going backwards with that stuff. But just there's a lot of ways to express myself and to share things without needing some sort of validation. And so I'm going to step into this unknown territory of just removing myself for 90 days to see what happens. And I'm excited about it. I'm, I just am excited. I'm craving like to be present. I'm craving these moments of like reading a physical book. Um, I've had people reach out to me and tell me like, Oh, I'm slowly making my way through your book. And obviously, there's some situations where that absolutely makes sense. And then there's other situations where you think about people who just are not disciplined enough to just or they, they won't put their phone down long enough to actually just read my book and not even just my book, any book. And I know this because I've been this person and I just don't want my phone attached to me. I want to be able to have my business hours, have my uh, personal stuff going on through certain hours and time blocks. And then I just want to be present. I want to just like leave my phone in the bedroom or somewhere in the house where I can't, I don't even know where it is and just be so fully present with my family with my husband, 
by myself, you know, with my kiddos, like whatever the case may be. Because a lot of times I can feel like I'm striving to be somewhere else and totally missing where I'm at. And I don't want to do that anymore. You know, does that make sense? So when I say I'm disappearing for 90 days, what does that mean? Well, I've thought about shutting down social media and doing all the things like just disappearing. And I don't really know yet. I think what I'm going to do is just like delete my apps off my phone because sometimes I need to get on to like Facebook because my one of my kids, their school, um, his grade in particular, we stay in correspondence through Facebook um, and you will miss things if you're not on there because that is what we are anchored to. <laughs> and uh, there's other little things going on with little community classes in order to know when the class is, I need to be able to go check a social media outlet to see what they've got going on. So I don't think I'm going to actually like delete myself off of there. I think I'm just going to remove the apps from my phone and the easy access. And when I say removing myself for 90 days, this doesn't mean I won't ever touch social media for 90 days, but just not needing to take pictures of everything and post everything and share everything in that validation space, because I think there's a thin line. I actually don't feel like I'm a person who craves validation from social media, not intentionally. But then I think recently, because I had so many awesome moments of like releasing my book and being on TV, that there was this like overwhelming response and validation. And then it just kind of fizzled and went away. And I really just did not love that feeling. And I also didn't love the feeling of how great it made me feel when I felt like I was like doing something and people cared. And literally people came out of the woodworks that like requested me as a friend and said, I saw you on TV. Oh my gosh, how are you doing? We should get together. I'd love to talk to you about uh, writing a book and blah, blah, blah. And it just, it was, it was sad. It was really sad. And I had people reach out to me and say, you know, I'm sorry, we haven't talked in so long. You know, this has been going on, that has been going on. And that made me feel really sad as well, because I'm not... I just, I don't know. It just really felt like bad timing. Like all of a sudden I have these things going on and now all these people are just coming out of nowhere to say congratulations and I miss you and I haven't talked to you in a while. And it was weird. Um, it was very, it was really weird. But so anyway, I, it's not so much about the validation aspect, but I think there's a slippery slope there. And I think that that because I've experienced such 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 a great response recently in my life. Uh, it has kind of distorted the social media aspect for me of like, well, does anybody still see me? Because it's like, if you accomplish something great, and then everybody's like, okay, that's old news now, like you have to accomplish the next great thing in order to get that response again. And I just didn't love that. Not that I'm not that I can control people and what they were going to do, because I think people were being just really kind, but I didn't like my own response to it. So disappearing for 90 days, there's a lot of changes happening in my life. And um, one of those being that we are moving from Tennessee. Finally, we're leaving the land. I've been in Tennessee since I was three from Oklahoma, born in Oklahoma and moved here. And Tony was born in Tennessee. And we for years, at least the past eight years, seven, eight years have been wanting to move away. And we tried to move away. And the circumstances just didn't work out for us. And now we have an amazing opportunity that we 
are going to leave and we're moving to South Carolina in the summer. So we um, are preparing for that. There's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes where we just talk to the realtor to get the house on the market. That it feels so crazy, so surreal, because that's when things start getting real. I withdrew the kids from their private schools after this year um, in the summer. That feels that's when like shit got real. It was like, oh gosh, like they can't can't get them back in there easily. So, you know, it's that saying, there's that quote that says, if you want to take the island, you have to burn the boats. And we are burning the boats one by one. And slowly Tony and I are disconnecting from this land altogether. And by hopefully the end of May, we will be out of here. So I really want to spend some time continuing to purge things from my home and just disappear. The other day before the realtor came over to take a look at our house, we were going through our bonus room cleaning up some things. And I was going through these totes in the closet that have a ton of like old memory stuff. And I've purged from these boxes before and these totes before, like just a bunch of junk. But there's like five or six of these these totes that I'm like, I can't condense these down because I know this is just stuff, but this was from when we first got together or before I met Tony, like stuff from my high school and, and pictures like, you know, back in the day when we used to actually like take pictures on a disposable camera and go get those things developed. <laughs> so I have those things, but I found this book and it is a binder that I put together when Tony and I first met. And it literally has like tickets to our first movie together, receipts from like the gas station where I like filled my car up and drove Tony around. Like, and I have these little notes in the little scrapbook thing about like, this is what we had going on this day. This, and I quoted things that Tony said and things that I said. And I was reading through it and I was like, oh my gosh, this was during a time when. I had time because I do not scrapbook. I am not the crafty person in this way. And I, it was so important to me to scrapbook those really important moments with him. I don't even have scrapbooks on my children, but I was telling Tony, I'm like, this, this tells you I had time. This tells you that my phone was not glued to me. This tells you that I had, I was probably bored and like, what do I want to do with my time? And I know that I can't fully be bored with three kids and everything that's going on in their lives and in our lives. But I would just love to have those moments again. Like, I don't think I'm going to be scrapbooking anything. But that was a great reminder to me that there was a different time. And I had time to sit down and actually like write out these really important things to me. And now it's so easily easy to get our dopamine fix off of just looking through our phones. And that doesn't have to be just social media. It could be checking text over and over again. It can be striking up conversations with people just so you don't have to be alone. And I have never really had a problem being alone. I like being with my thoughts. I like thinking and creating and dreaming and being physical, like whether I'm doing a workout or get outside and take a walk. And I I think I've realized that after coming out of a season of depression and remembering just how shitty depression is, that I really have to 
be super strict about where my head is and where I'm spending my time, what I'm doing. Um, so that's my plan. I'm going to disappear for 90 days from social media. <laughs> I don't think I've, I don't know if I've ever gone a full 90 days. Have you ever gone a full 90 days? I've, I've seen these like testimonials of people who have gone like a year plus, like one girl was like, I've been off social media for like seven years. I've never regretted it. And I, she was just on YouTube. That was it. But other than that, I think she had like a website and YouTube, but she did not do the Facebook, Instagram, TikToks or any of those things. So I am really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be refreshing. I think that, you know, if, if somebody wants to know what's going on in my life, they can actually listen to my podcast or reach out to me and say, hello. Um, I think that the effort it requires to actually stay involved in somebody's life is not something that we're giving to each other anymore. And not that that means that you have to have like a million people around you because that's not realistic. But, you know, like I messaged someone today because I was just thinking about, I'm like, Hey, I was thinking about you today. Hope you're doing well. And that to me means so much more than just liking something on my social media because everybody's there. It's kind of like this party and everybody's there. And when you remove yourself from that place, it's like, Perhaps no one will even remember or know that you're gone. <laughs> Nobody cares. And like, that's okay. But it's when you do get those messages from people that are like, hey, haven't seen you in a while. Just checking in on you. How are you? Knowing that they went that extra mile, they put that little bit of extra effort in to say hello beyond just where everybody's already located. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like I'm in a bit of a ramble, but I just wanted to share because I thought about like going on and posting something on my Facebook, like, Hey guys, I'm leaving for 90 days. And I might still do that. I just, I just, I just feel like I just need to do it instead of talking about it or like messaging, like some long message about this instead. I really talk about it on my podcast. If you hear it, you hear it. <laughs> but I don't really feel the need to go out there and announce it to the world. I just, I just feel like the action just needs to happen. I literally wrote it on my to-do list today to prepare to leave social media for 90 days. And the the feeling of not only like, will anybody miss me is there, it's more so the like, that is crazy. You literally just released a book. You are supposed to go hard in your marketing for 90 days after the book release. And I just don't want to. And it's it's not a, it's not a self-sabotage thing. I know that people can say it like, oh, it's self-sabotage. It's not that. I just feel so strongly in the core of me that I just need to return to myself. So that is what I am doing. And sometimes I think it's after these big major moments that you need that disappearing time. I actually heard someone say on a podcast, I don't remember who it was because I listened to so many, but I heard someone say on a podcast that sometimes you just need to disappear for 90 days and kind of rediscover who you are because there's so much of you that has shifted and changed. Things have fallen off. You have grown in so many ways. But if you're still connecting yourself to these same environments, and you're still giving yourself to the same people, you don't really know where you've actually grown. So you need to get away, shut out a lot of the noise, get with yourself a little bit, and then 
find out who you are. And so much of my life has changed uh, since 2021 after the baby was born. And some shifting happened in my career and working from home and just everything changed in my life. And I think that I'm still evolving and rising up out of out of this place of like post pandemic and where are we going now? What are we doing now? And now we're moving It's so many changes are happening and I need to figure out like, who is this new version of me now? Like you've released this book, you've done this thing, like, where are we going now? What are we doing now? And just be with myself. So I truly hope that you'll continue to listen in here because I'll continue to have things to say here and give updates here. But uh, yeah, I think that that's, that's where I'm at. So I don't think it, I know that's where I'm at, but I'm going to continue to put stuff here on the podcast. I'm really excited for some upcoming things. Like my brother's going to be on here. My friend Jenny's going to be on here. I've got, um, oh man, a couple of really great podcasts that are going to go up one with, uh, Joel uh, Pimentel and his, like his talk about his creativity and his weight loss. You can find him on YouTube. He has like totally viral video about his weight loss journey over a 12 weeks course. I believe it was 12 weeks and he looks fantastic. He's such an amazing human. And then also Alice Watts, who she has a very successful YouTube channel about, uh, she started it to talk about her um, recovery from an eating disorder. And she also does some like digital stuff online. She has her own business. And so we're, t- we're kind of covering a couple of things in regards to like their creativity and then what they got going on now. And then these like major accomplishments and how they push through discomfort in order to overcome insecurities and keep living their lives to the fullest. And I'm really excited to share that with you all because I want to provide that type of content here for you is just hearing people's stories about grit and just going for it and being uncomfortable and or being insecure and just going with it and making things happen because I don't know about you but that always always like lights some sort of fire under me to feel like we're all just human here nobody is really accomplishing anything more major than anybody else as long as we're all moving forward as long as we're all willing to put ourselves out there in the discomfort to continue to grow. That's really what it's all about. That's really what it's all about. And so yeah, I'm still shaping this podcast to see like, what are what are we even doing here? But for now, this is what you're getting. <laughs> so if you're still listening at this point. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you being here. And um, yeah, So disappearing for 90 days. If you're looking for me on social media, I won't be there, but you can find me at aprilpointer.com. You can find me here and you can find me at Blushing Phoenix on YouTube. All right, my friends, I feel like I have said the same thing like 14,000 times and we're here now at 23 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Hey, listen, you are just an incredible person. You are filled with like talents and gifts and treasures and you're human. And something I've really been pondering a lot lately is that somehow, some way, a lot of the noise around us has told us that we need to be happy all the time and fulfilled all the time. But I don't think that was ever part of the deal of being human. I mean, we're human. 
we experience the ups and the downs and the ebbs and the flows. And there's nothing wrong with you because you feel down sometimes. And uh, yeah, I hope that you just continue to keep leaning in, keep striving, keep going forward. And I will see you. Well, I won't see you, but you will hear me on my next podcast. Bye.